What's up, everybody? Welcome to One Hour Wasted. I'm your host, Nathaniel Griffith, and uh, we got a good show lined up for you today. Uh, we'll be talking about door-to-door electricity salesmen, bar crawls, and the stomach flu, and of course, any but anything that uh, that Caleb has brought to us today. What's up, Caleb? I'm doing well. How are you? It's I'm, been a while. Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, we'll get into it. I wasn't doing well, but. <laughs> but things are things are better. That's that's an understatement. <laughs> yes, if it ever was one. How's the weather over there in Indiana? Uh, it's getting better, but it's raining now. Because as soon as, of course, as soon as the weather starts warming up, Indiana has to be like, well, you can't have too much of the nice thing, and then they just it just makes it miserable. Okay. So they're like, hey, hey, it's got, starting to get warm. Now it's just going to rain all the time, <laughs> and you don't want to be outside. And it's also going to make you colder because we can't. The weather's getting warmer, so we'll just figure out a way to make you cold still. It's it's always funny to me how 40 degrees feels feels like 70 degrees when yes. at the end of the winter, but at the beginning of the winter, it feels so cold. Yep. A uh, couple days, like I've walked home from work or the gym without a coat, and I look at my watch, and it's legitimately like 42 degrees, <laughs> and I'm just like, I probably shouldn't be doing that. Uh, let's see. Anyway, yeah, it's been uh, it's been say 40s 50s during the day here we had a really warm st patty's day which we'll get into later and last year it was like 20 degrees during st patty's day i almost got hypothermia waiting in line at bars <laughs> it, it was brutal a year ago but it's it's been nice Let's see so what do you got for us you want me to start yeah why not why not here let's so how about because these kind of, these things are kind of in the same time frame, I'll talk about my girlfriend's birthday, and then we can hop into St. Patrick's Day since they're so eerily similar. Okay. Or, I guess, close. Uh, not similar. <laughs> uh, uh, so, my girlfriend's birthday is on the 14th of March, the Pi Day. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And so, I decided I wanted to take her somewhere nice, so I took her to the Eagle's Nest, which is a, a restaurant in downtown Indy that is at the top of a hotel that rotates so you can see the skyline and then the out, like the outer parts of indianapolis uh-huh. um and so it was really nice Ooh, that sounds really nice uh and then the service happened uh our waitress was really like all over the place and um so it took a while to get like everything like it took a while to get drinks so they gave us free bread and i was like free bread that seems like that's kind of a normal thing with restaurants um, so I think they definitely just played that off of like, we're sorry your drinks took so long. Here's also some free bread to hold you over. Uh, and so later after we put our order in, they came out with our food. How long did it take to get your food? Um, it might've taken a good 30, 40 minutes. Did we record our last episode? Was it after I got back from Florida? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because we're, well, we'll not get into that, but, and I don't want to derail your story. Uh, the, I had terrible service this one time on that trip. Two hours I sat there. Didn't, Two hours? Didn't get at served. That point, I'm, at that point, I'm done. Yeah. Anyway, I, I didn't end up ordering. I just left. Uh, sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, keep going. You, you waited a lot longer than I would have. After like an hour, I would have been out. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So I ordered like a prime, uh, the prime rib, and so they brought food out to me, and I just started kind of eating it, 
because it met all the qualifications of what I ordered. And so then later the waitress came over. She's like, I apologize so much, but I need to take your food from you. (laughs) And I was like, what? And my girlfriend was like, what? And she's like, that's not your food. And I was like, what? And like, I had eaten a fair portion of the steak. And so I was like, I mean, and she's like, no, 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 don't worry. And she just took it from us. And I was like, it took us 30, like 30 to 45 minutes to get this. How long is it going to take to get our actual food? And it was maybe like another 10 minutes. Okay. And they actually brought it out. And then at that point, I was like, I'm kind of like, I ate a large portion of the other meal. Like, I don't want to eat an entirely new meal. Did they bill you for two meals? No, they only billed me for one. Okay. Um, but it, also, uh, after after this happened, she just like, the waitress came up. She's like, thank you so much for coming in today. Uh, have a great rest of your night. And I was just like, excuse me, ma'am. I think we need the bill. And she's like, oh, yes. And I was like, like what? What is happening? That she's like didn't even remember to bill us until I reminded her. That was your free pass to leave. <laughs> I know I should have taken it, <laughs> but it was it was a very different experience. The food was really good. Our sir, like our our waitress was just I don't know if she was frazzled or all over the place. Did, did she seem um? Did she seem frazzled? Yeah, she was like looking around like at a bunch of different tables and stuff. So. The weird part was there was, like, nobody seated near us, so I don't know. I mean, maybe she had personal stuff going on. She might have. Yeah. Um, she was really nice. Like, I, I still gave her a good tip because she was really nice and made the experience, I mean, as, as good as she could. Um, but I did I did go up to the, what is it, the maitre d' um, and was like, excuse me, it's my girlfriend's birthday today. Do you guys do anything special for that? And I believe the owner was sitting next to me. He's like, I mean, we don't do anything big if that's what you're asking. And I was like, no, I'm not expecting that. I just would like something. And he's like, yeah, we'll put a candle in a dessert. And I was just like, this dude sucks. <laughs> like, this dude is the worst. And so then we got the check. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they're not even going to do what I asked. And then, like, as we're getting ready to leave, the waitress came out. She's like, also, here's this cake with a candle on it and i was just like i was just like sure sounds good i, I was like stressing the entire time that like all this stuff was happening i was like i just wanted this to go on without a hitch sounds like it didn't it didn't she's a girlfriend still really liked it and that's the most important part it didn't um, but like i'm sitting there like pulling out what hair i have left on my head being like what is happening and yeah I'm not as upset with the like the broad strokes of the night as I thought I would be. I mean, it took them a while to get your food. They messed up the... What do you reasonably expect them to do in that situation? They gave you the food you wanted and didn't charge you for all the steak you ate. That's a weird right. guess. Right. I, yeah, I think that is. It sounds like generally poor service, but not... Imagine if I had gotten sick from the steak that wasn't even meant to, oh, be, yeah. to be given to me. I think that when they do that, they can either just just like if you haven't noticed, just roll with it. You know, right? It's a similar order. They they could have totally rolled with it because my order was different. I just didn't pay too much attention to it. I was hungry, so I was like, "Yeah, this is fine." But my girlfriend's order was the exact same that she she actually ordered. So I was the only one that had anything different, and it was just. A steak instead of prime rib and so i i could have eased like i was just gonna roll with it and be like this is fine and then they were like no dude we need that back 
the um i <laughs> honestly i could receive almost anything as ribs and not know if it's wrong or not because <laughs> you, you get a rack of ribs you get a single rib you get just the, the meat and strips you know there's so yeah there's so many different ways that ribs looks when you order it that yeah they could give me a, a, a steak and say hey that's ribs and i'd be like sounds <laughs> like, great yes. i guess you know <laughs> if the steak's good i don't know any better Right. So they probably should have just rolled with it, but they didn't charge you for, or the classy thing would have been to have comped your order and let Faith yeah. keep hers. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I, I mean, it was overall like that place is really nice. The food was really good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would go back there again without, or, or you know, give you a free like bottle of champagne or some, some like little yeah. touch. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, for the owner who was legit, like, do you guys do anything for birthdays? We don't do anything big, if that's what you're asking. Like, it makes sense that he might have been like, no, keep it, keep that check the same. <laughs> I, I want to know if he served that food you ate to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then yelled at them for saying, like, it was wrong. <laughs> There's a third of my steak missing. Oh, that's how we make it here. So either eat it or don't. <laughs> Claire was telling me that when she was younger, her mother would, and I didn't know this was a thing, would tell the stewardess on on an airplane that it was her birthday, and they would like sing and, and serve her like a cookie or something. <laughs> really? And first off, if, if you are, you know, a preteen or younger, that would just be the most embarrassing thing in the world. Yes. And secondly, I had no idea they did that. No, I, that's that's what gets me. I did not know that they did anything for birthdays on an air, like on a on a flight. No, first I heard of it. <laughs> like I figured that experience would just be like happy birthday, and then that'd be the end of it. Oh, I didn't write this down, but can we take a second to talk about what a travesty TikTok is? Oh, yeah, we went to talk about. I should have. I should have. I should have introed with this, but it just popped into my head. It's been, a, yeah, it's been a, a while. It's so bad. It's like Vine, but if Vine was really, really, really bad and cringy. I don't know what the... It is like Vine. I didn't put that together. But like Vine was just a bunch of people eventually like knowing how to make funny six-second videos. Yeah, Vine was funny. I'm not and sure TikTok what TikTok is. Like is. TikTok is weird so trashy. Collabs. Yeah, it's like weird collabs between people and they're like really weird and creepy. It's almost exclusively trashy people too. That's what I've seen from all the ads. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what's redeeming. I, I, it's got to be gone in a month. You know, it's, it's. I don't know, man. It's. I think it's making a lot of money. Well, I hope it's not on some sort of upwards trajectory still, because it, there's nothing redeeming about that app. I mean, not to us. I don't think we're the. We're not unfortunately. We're not the demographic. It seemed like it was mostly security guards. And people who probably have a lot of time on their hands, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, ByteDance, the owner of the popular karaoke video app TikTok, uh, it's now valued at $75 billion. Billion? It's, oh, and, wait. You're kidding TikTok me. TikTok and huge Chinese news aggregator, Tutayo, uh, is now valued at $75 billion. So Why are together. those two linked? Is TikTok a Chinese thing? They might. Maybe they're like. Are they both valued? Can you can you um, text me that name? I can pronounce it properly. I don't know. It's not worth that. Okay. <laughs> it's not worth all that. Uh, 
let me see. TikTok, which was acquired at, as Musical.ly and merged into ByteDance's own service and TikTok was a major sensation. Oh, I think they're both... I think they're both separate. They're both worth $75 billion. Oh. $75 billion with a B? Yeah, with a B. That is... That's asinine. Yeah. Yeah, $75 billion. That's a that's Following a, a new right round there. of investments. And that was in November of last year. Did it have an IPO? How do we how do we have evaluation? I don't know. What a Dude, mess. I'm not looking that far. I'm not looking that far into it. I'm not I'm just trying to gain get like get from the headlines. Okay. That's I'm not spend, I'm not giving TikTok more time in my life than it act, than it needs. That app is disgusting. Zero. Disgusting. Yeah, that app that app is trash. Absolute trash. I can't think of a less redeeming app, like social media app. I can't. No, it's by far the worst. Yeah. It's by far the worst. Anyway, we don't need that, to, I'm getting irate. We don't need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I, it's a bad app. I'm glad that your opinion mirrors my own. No, I as soon as like I started seeing the ads pop up, I think on YouTube was when I first started seeing them. I was like, what is this? And it just kept going. It like they just kept going and going. And I was like, these this is not okay. Like these things are not okay at all. So some people at work were going through it, and and I was like, okay, interesting. And then I asked, are you is are you looking at a cat like the trashy category? And like they said, nope, that's just the, the the normal feed, and it's shocking, you know? Yeah, I've definitely seen people like try to utilize it like Vine by making just like funny short clips but i but the trash on there greatly outweighs that a lot of southern people talking about trucks on that a lot of them yeah that makes sense i don't i don't know yeah are they just like lip sync like lip syncing the songs about trucks yeah there's plenty of that it's i don't want to go into it i think we've already it's spent not, enough it's time not talking okay. about it. it's, it's not it's okay. not it's not it's not nothing about that is okay not acceptable this is this is the this is the future, <laughs> and it's bleak. <laughs> uh, did you? Is that everything you wanted to say on that dinner? Yeah, I think that touched on most of it. Okay. Yeah, I got a few things here. So, uh, and this one will go quick. I I came to the door. I heard, I heard a knock, and I went to the door, and it was at like eight p.m. So I was annoyed. You know, I'm, who's knocking my door at eight p.m.? Right. I'm in an apartment building. No one should. There's be, no, yeah, no reason. That no one should even be up that. there. And so I open the door, and some guy with a clipboard, and and you know I go in. I went to this this interaction at a very negative place because I'm thinking like, what the hell do you want? This, is it one of those things where he opens up with like, can I ask you what internet provider you have? It is. It's like that. Uh, he told me he was representing my electric company, and. And that he needed to do something, which I completely ignored. Uh, I had been told that there was a posting by my landlord that there uh-huh. were solicitors from electric companies going door to door and to ignore them. And so this man is standing in front of me. And this is probably the only correspondence I have with my landlord for months. So so you- how did he get in your building? I've been to your building. Like there was, it didn't just open, did it? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe you just stood there long enough and some tenant left him in. Let him in. Oh my goodness. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened, but that's beside the point. So so this man is standing in front of me representing the only warning I have for my landlord 
in, in the <laughs> recent past, claiming to be legitimate. And so I'm extremely skeptical. Uh, so he says, you know, I'm legit. Take a look at your bill. You see, look, I represent this company that's on your bill. And I'm like, all my bills are paperless. Sorry. You know, what do you want from me? And he's like, well, look it up. And so I'm like, you know, looking at him inside, I was like, okay, you know, I'll go look it up. And so I walk inside and, you know, I try logging in. And he follows no, you. No, 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 it is, oh. it's not that bad. <laughs> I can't find it. Um, so I go back out and I'm like, mm, nope, didn't see it. Uh, and he's like, okay, well, this is the service I want to do for you. And it's something, I don't know, it was forgettable. But I'm like so skeptical. You know, if if I was giving one warning by my landlord and someone shows up fitting that exact description and actually helps me, you know, I'd, I'll roll those dice. Um, yeah. So I'm like, I'll just call my electric company. Why don't you go away? And uh, so it's like, okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and he leaves and I shut the door. And so I, I look into this. Evidently, in Massachusetts, uh, this utility is, an, is a free market. So there's one provider that has that owns all the, the wires, but then you pick which uh, power generation company ser- serves oh. the power to that grid. Whoa. Yeah, okay. so there's like 30 different providers that you can buy your power from. And this guy wow. was a solicitor, and he was what my landlord was warning me about. But... Then I remembered that someone had come to my door when I first moved in uh, with a very similar thing. And, you know, at that time, Comcast was walking door to door and it didn't seem so weird. So yeah. I agreed. And I look, I'm paying twice the market rate for electricity for the last, you know, year and a change. So he like, he made you aware that there's better yeah. deals Yeah, this guy, there. this guy tipped me off that I had been getting ripped <laughs> off for... He just were like, get out of my face. Yeah, I was I was so salty when he came to the door. I, you know, <laughs> he could have he could have been like, I'll give you cash out of my pocket. I would be like, no, get it out of my face. You know? <laughs> Dude, I can't... Those those things kill me. Uh, the Just the soliciting. Like, when I go to a store and I can see those people, like, standing there, and you see them, like, lock eyes... <laughs> and they're like, how much are you paying for blah, blah, blah? Like, it's just, I know instantly that my day is not going to be good. And that, every, like, if I had a good day, it's not good anymore because I'm now forced into this conversation where I lie and say that, like, oh, yeah, I'm my service provider is you guys. You guys are great. Thanks. And they're like, oh, thank you for your business. And I walk away being oh, like, oh, that's, a, that's a great way to deflect it. I'm like, I don't have their business. Have, have, but have you ever heard of this electricity as a, as a competitive market? So I don't think so here. Uh Indianapolis, if it has it, is like very split up. So like I'm in the I'm in the realm where it's Indiana Power and Light, uh, IPL. Yeah. Kind of is just like every apartment I've lived at has been that. But I know there's another provider, Duke Energy, that has like some. So yeah, I think I remember that there's Duke. like I think that there's like turf around I think that's Indy the, where people that's the way operate in ISPs in Indiana as well. And so I think that's what's happening yeah. like with that. Like I don't I don't get people at the door being like, "Hey, what was your bill? Mm-hmm. We can do better." I just have like I just get billed by IPL and I go, "I guess this is what I pay." We talked about it last time, but when he's like, "Look at your bill." It it I flash back to in in Petra when they're like, "Look at your ticket for the, for the <laughs> horse guy." And I was like, uh. <laughs> "I'm not doing this again." Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so what started as as 
a predatory solicitor ended up me saving like 50 bucks a month. So that's kind of cool. That's really nice. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate that I was overcharged for over a year, but now we're good. Yeah. I just, I don't know how he got in. I wonder if somebody like negotiated their way out of their conversation with him to be like, if I let you in, will you stop harassing me? And he was just like, yes, I will. No, he definitely just stood at the door and someone let him in. There's so many people... And I run into this in the stairwells as well. I think a lot of these apartments are are like they they do this thing in in Boston because the housing market's so so slammed, where they advertise an apartment as a two bedroom split, and split means that the living room can be used as a bedroom. So I think there's a lot of really cramped apartments in this building, and uh, people are always going out the front door to take calls and things. Oh, okay. Yeah, especially now that it's getting. Uh, warmer, but I see people like in the stairwells and and in the airlock and outside on the phone huh. all the time and smoking because there's a lot of international students in this building. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, uh, so that was a interesting thing that happened to me. Another interesting thing that happened to me was I got the stomach flu, and boy howdy, it's oh, yes. it's never been this bad. I can't wait to hear about this. Yeah. Uh, and it happened really, so I went to Manhattan and I think I got it there and what do you think got, like, what do you think gave you the stomach flu? Man. Or are you going to go into that? I was, no, I, I have no idea. I was in a lot of, um, touristy areas, you know, top of Rockefeller Plaza. Uh, uh I was in the subway, which, you know, there, there you go. Uh, <laughs> just in general being there. I didn't see any, any homeless people defecating. Like I was led to believe, which I felt kind of ripped off, but <laughs> Oh, yeah. Did, did you check your ticket? Uh, while we're on the subject, this is just meandering all over the place. <laughs> oh, I did not check my ticket. <laughs> um, I went to the Seinfeld restaurant. Oh, yeah. I, I uh, saw your picture on Instagram. Yeah, on the inside, it's a crappy Greek restaurant. It's is, it's not very good? No, not at all. It's like a two and a half on Yelp, and that's a pre- it's pretty accurate. But well, yeah. at, least, at least now you have that memory. Oh, I've been wanting to go there for like 10 years, so... Now I never have to do it again, you know? Right. And you have yeah. to go way out of your way to do it. And I had to ride the bus. So it was, I really, uh, earn, I really earned that one. Anyway, so I come back from Manhattan and I had the stomach flu. And I was really in denial about getting sick. So, you know, you wake up and you're like, that doesn't feel right. But sometimes you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah, and you're like, it'll pass. Yeah, so I woke up, and I'm like, huh, must have been breathing all that polluted Manhattan air. <laughs> and, and so then I, I you know, go out and get coffee, and, and I'm like... <laughs> the worst thing you could do with a stomach flu is yeah. like just coffee. So, so I get coffee and a, and a breakfast sandwich, and it's like, huh, must, you know, must have, must have been a bad breakfast sandwich, feeling a little bit sick. <laughs> then I'm driving up, and... And I'm like sweating and breathing weird. And I'm like, this is not normal, you know, but, but, I, but I, <laughs> there's like a lot of signs before you get to this that you just disregard. Completely. Oh yeah. I disregarded a lot of warnings. Uh, and yeah, so it's getting to the point where it's, I'm becoming very uncomfortable in the car, you know, having trouble concentrating. So we pull over and Claire takes over driving and then I'm sitting in the passenger seat and I'm thinking, man, it's so much worse being in the passenger seat when you're feeling a little <laughs> under the weather. <laughs> nope, I was actually getting a lot worse. Uh, and so I'm like breathing weird, and I'm 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 breathing in a manner to prevent me from puking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, 
like this this sucks i bet if i puke i'll be right as rain and uh but i didn't puke because i didn't want to puke in my car and it's amazing restraint like yes i don't know if i've ever just been like i don't want to puke here and not done that. oh i, I always feel like i'm like i don't want to puke here and then my body's just like no you're gonna puke here i was and completely like oh why'd you make me puke here? Was. yeah so so i'm like i'll be fine once i get out of the car you know it's just a little thing so we stop and we had originally planned to pick up groceries on the way back into the city um and claire's like no we shouldn't do that because you look terrible. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Let's get groceries. I'll walk it off. So we go in to get groceries. And I'm like doing very slow laps around the aisles. You know? And I'm, I'm like, man. I'm imagining this- you sitting like in a passenger seat half dead. No. I was probably groceries. ashen. You know? I'm fine. I was, I was probably white. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just taking these slow laps. You know, I'm thinking, man, this is really helping. I feel great. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> So, um, so then we get back and, and, uh, we're taking the groceries back and I'm like, I should, I should really go home. Like I, it's starting to dawn on me that I'm actually quite ill and I should go, I should go home. And, um, so we, we unload the groceries and I, I go and sit down at Claire's place and then I'm like, I should probably go home before this gets worse. And on the way out of the door I'm like this would be a great time to puke because it's not gonna get on anything anybody owns or my car or my apartment so I'm like okay so I puke right there in the street and it's a it's it's spring break weekend for for the for her school so so you just look like any other so I figure I'm blending person in who's had who yeah who's had a, a rough night during spring break this is the most inconspicuous thing I could be doing right now that was what was going through my mind at that point it's a perfect camouflage yeah perfect camo uh, and then I, f- I do feel, admittedly, a lot better at that point. So get in the car, and no car sickness or anything, and uh, get home, and I go like straight to bed. This was at something like 1 p.m., 2 p.m. Uh, I am not out of bed. From that point on, I'm not out of bed w- without going to the bathroom to puke for something like 18 hours. Uh, and I didn't... Yeah, absolutely fine. 100%. Just <laughs> no, okay. this, I am right as rain. <laughs> I am very ill at this point. And <laughs> the problem was that this is a problem that comes around later is I I texted my boss earlier, "Hey, I'm not going to be into work. I have a fever." And then I was too I was like too sick to text him again for over 24 hours. And oh my gosh. So like I realized when I finally made it into work later that week that he didn't realize how sick I was because I never updated him because I was so sick. So, <laughs> Wait, I, did you just not show up to work then the next day? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I took sick days. It was fine. But you didn't, like, tell him you were taking sick days? No, I told him I wouldn't be in. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you were just, like, for one day, was like, hey, I'm not going to be in, and you just didn't show up. No, I said, hey, and he I'm, was he was like, he's fine. I said, hey, I've got a fever, probably not going to be in. And then I and then I was just gone. I was just so sick, you know. Um, but that's, I was really really sick. It was probably stomach flu or something, something viral. Uh, I had always been told that you could have it, you know, coming out of both ends at the same time, but I never believed it. But it's possible. Let me tell you that. <laughs> you know how if you've got like. 
like a like a like a fart that's ready to come out and, <laughs> and you like burp, it'll make you fart sometimes or something like uh-huh. that. It's like that, but with vomit and diarrhea. It's the same way. <laughs> the clench for one activates the other. And it's awful. It's so bad. Because you can only really aim one end at a time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I didn't keep anything in my stomach for like two two days straight. And it took me, it probably took me four days to have any stamina at all. I, I wasn't sure. I got sick on Sunday. And the next week was St. Patrick's Day. The next, that, that weekend. I wasn't sure that I would have any stamina to participate in St. Patrick's Day for for a while, you know. But you did. I did, and we can get to that in a bit. Um, That's some amazing resolve. Yeah. I'm uh, going to tell you that if I'm if I'm firing out of both ends, I'm not doing stuff for, like, a, the solid week. Dude, like, I'm not – I'm sitting at home, and I'm just going to be like, listen, this is my life right now. I'm, until I feel fully 100%, I'm not doing this. I was out of work for two days, and in retrospect, that was a huge mistake, okay? I should have probably stayed home three days at least, maybe four. Uh, the third day, I went in for like a half day, and let me tell you, that felt like a 16-hour day. I was so tired oh. at the end of it. I My my friends at work told me that I, I was like white as a sheet. Uh, I, I figured, always loved that. figured I wasn't like- contagious, but... They're like, hey, Nathaniel, it's, you know, you look terrible. Like, you yeah. look so bad. And you're just like, cool, thanks. I, I felt as bad. Yeah. So that's not fun. And I learned, okay, there, there when I was really, re- like, puking a lot, like, really feeling crappy on, like, Sunday night, Monday morning, I was thinking, what does it actually feel to die from this? What, what does that feel oh. like? You know, because... It was, it was like bad. Oregon Trail. You got yeah, dysentery yeah. I was thinking Oregon Trail. You have dysentery. You have died. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's that's a really good question. Because I mean, in the 19th century, you know, people died from that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I've got. And I live alone. You know, like if Gary's gonna <laughs> eat me if I die alone, I don't have any. I don't have any support <laughs> system. <laughs> but I feel fine now. It was bad. Yeah, I, it sounds like I it. bleached everything. The bath, the the uh, bathroom was very messy when I got done with it. You know, I did, <laughs> and uh, and I learned when I was coherent that when I was puking, there I actually did get stuff on what I was wearing at that time. So, oh really? Yeah, but um, oh, outside Claire's. Yeah, so like my boots had oh. crap on it, and I washed all my clothes. Um, yeah, because in that moment, you're not really caring too much. Oh, no. You're more worried about what's coming out of your body. Oh, yeah. You're uh, not really worried about the clothing that you're wearing. And, yeah, I, I, I use all of my dishes. You know, like, I have I have probably 25, 30 cups in my cupboard, and I used them all because I wasn't doing dishes while I was sick. And you, yeah. you're trying to hydrate a lot, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, that sounds so bad. It was. It was really bad. Like that's that sounds like literal death. Like actual like you just caught a not so severe strain of death. I was I was like yeah, I was definitely questioning my resiliency, um or mortality, whatever you want to say, uh when oh. I was in the thick of it. Cause I haven't been sick like that. I haven't been sick like that. Well, I've never had those kind of symptoms. Never had severe symptoms like that. But I haven't been really sick debilitatingly sick because i usually get respiratory things uh-huh. i haven't been sick like that since ooh 
It's been like six years. I was going to say, like, when you were telling me about this earlier, um, I, I was trying to think back. I don't, I can't remember the last time that I've been like that sick where like just, yeah, like you said, debilitate, like not being able to move, staying in bed for like 18, what'd you say? 16, 18 hours. It was good. 18 hours. Yeah. Like, I don't think that I've done that in a long time. I don't. Through college, I don't think it happened. It would have had to happen in high school. It really came out, out totally out of the blue, you know. That's that's scary. Yeah. But uh, oh. I lost I lost a couple pounds, you know, just in time for this. I mean, I feel like I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I ate I ate nothing for for two days, and I'm sure it. You burn a lot of calories when you're in a, when you have a fever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're the poster child of those like clickbait articles where it's like nutritionists hate him. It's one <laughs> secret. Oh man. <laughs> it's just a photo of you deathly ill. I had such a crappy week last week. And I felt so guilty missing the work because and this was this was I was completely in error, but by Wednesday, I got sick I would say by Tuesday, I no. felt like I had misrepresented my illness to my coworkers, my boss, because I was too sick to tell them how sick I was. Oh, so, so I just felt obligated like to go in. Yeah. So like, oh, he's just got the common cold. Yeah. And he's not even coming in. Yeah. If I had waited a couple hours and been like, hey, I'm, I'm, I've got fluids coming at both ends and a fever. I'm not coming in. They would have been like, oh, stay, stay where you're at. Yeah. Don't, I felt like at that point here. I would have, I would have, it, I wouldn't have felt obligated to go in right. so soon, but because. Yeah. I felt that I had miscommunicated how bad I was. I was like, oh, crap, I got to get back in the office, you know? That's something that I do, too, is, like, if I call off sick, I normally just try to make it, like, hey, these are general things. And then if it gets, like, progressively worse and I know I'm going to call in the next day, like, I don't tell them. And then it's just like, oh, is that why you called in because of that? Yeah. You, You said your stomach was upset and you had a fever. And then you're like, no, it was so much worse than what you thought. But, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to, talk about that so much you, you, right. if, you feel like if you send, have to send two texts that you're making an excuse even right. in this case it's such a clear-cut example of of a, i should not be anywhere near an office you know what i mean right right absolutely yeah i don't know i'm glad it's over but last <laughs> week was rough so i was uh my stamina had recovered in time for saint patrick's day what did you do for St. Patrick's Day? Uh, we didn't, Faith and I didn't do anything. Um, her family had like a, a get together kind of celebrating a, a couple birthdays for the month of March um, because they don't always see each other. Yeah. Um, and so we went over to a parent's house and uh, did that and then just kind of relaxed. We didn't, we didn't go out or do anything. I don't know. I, I didn't really honestly have a drive to really do that too much. This is kind of, I'm going to tie this into something that I had written down. I haven't really drank any alcohol since like the beginning of February. Um, I definitely at, feel at that all. as far as I get from, the further that I, I get from college, I have less of a desire to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I had one drink for Faith's birthday. I have not had a single drink other than that since february 1st at least and so yeah i like i just haven't had 
any desire to drink. I almost got whiskey at Kroger the other day because I was like, I kind of want to be able to have something to just like make an occasional drink. But then I was like, nah. So it's still there of like, maybe I'll have stuff just to have on hand, especially for guests or whatever. But I honestly have not really been too worried about drinking recently. Hmm. And so, yeah, St. Patrick's Day, I didn't put any thought into it at all. I, I feel an obligation to celebrate St. Patrick's Day in a city like Boston. Yeah, I feel like there's a history there. Yeah, I think Did that you... if I were not here, it it would not be as big a holiday for me. Especially coming off of the heels of something like I just described. Yeah. But it's like, this is Boston's holiday, you know. So... Did you hear a lot of Dropkick Murphys? I don't know why, but okay. like, I feel like that is the type of music that I would hear in Boston and like some of some bars. They were like in town that, performing. Oh, were they? Yeah. See, that makes sense. I I have I had a feeling that like that is something that it has to be tied in some way, shape, or form to St. Patrick's Day. I, I think I saw. I don't. I don't think I saw any of them, but I'm pretty sure I saw uh, their roadies. What's the name for the the crew? roadies yeah i'm pretty sure i saw the the roadies walking around fenway roadies are the ones with the equipment groupies are the girls just people uh wearing dropkick murphy's licensed stuff Uh, like the and the the lanyards with like cards and stuff on them yeah it looked like yeah it it, it seemed out of place for just a regular uh bostonian who walking around wearing but it, it seemed like they were involved with the organization somehow yeah you definitely saw the roadies then yeah, they played at the House of Blues, I think, the Wednesday that I was Oh, like, so it's right down the street from you. Yeah, so I walked down the street that night, and I was like, oh, this is a concert I would have been, I would have gone to any other week, but <laughs> not this week. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't hear any good Irish music on St. Patrick's Day. Seriously? And I'll get into that. I'm kind of upset about it. Uh, so let me, just, let me just back up. We did a bar crawl. And we did a bar call last year, but last year we ended up on someone's recommendation going to some towny bar north of the city. And it, there were all these, you know, middle-aged men with really thick Boston Boston accents and the food and the drinks were really cheap and it was a great time. Uh, and then I went to Lansdowne, an Irish pub right next to my place for mm-hmm. my last bar of the night. So last year was great. I knew this year would be shorter because I didn't feel like it was wise to, to have that much um we did we did a similar bar crawl and my opinion on bar crawls is that it's like a package deal to sell you on crappy bars oh because we're just gonna hit all of them and we're just gonna get a lot of drinks and stuff like that yeah like the bars kind of band together offer a service to get people to come but the really good bars you know your black rose uh the famous irish pubs in boston don't need to be a part of this because they already have their reputation. Yeah, they can charge a cover and offer a a great service and people will come even without a bar crawl. So the crappy bars do the bar crawls. So I'm not doing a bar crawl again on St. Patrick's Day. I mean, that makes sense. Absolutely. It does. And I didn't understand. Just get as many people in as possible. Get them as drunk as possible. Yeah, we saved a lot of money on covers for crappy bars. Yeah. But, you know, I would rather have paid cover for a really great Irish pub and stay there all day. And, yeah. and heard some actual Irish music. That's that should be a crime. 
that you didn't really hear any Irish music. Yeah, I was disappointed. That's, um, that's really lame. I did see, let's see. So the second bar we went to, uh, there is this couple, this drunk couple. just. Oh, make, is this a out. Snapchat you yeah, sent me? Yeah, that's Snapchat, yeah. It goes on for so long. <laughs> okay, so let me <clears throat> let me tell you a bit about that. About that. So... This this bar, uh, I forget the name of the bar. It's right right down next to Faneuil Hall, right in the center of Boston. And uh, the first floor is is a crappy dive bar with karaoke, and the second floor is like a club. There's people dancing up there. Oh, okay. And this is midday, St. Patrick's Day, so people are already quite inebriated. Inebriated. Yes. <laughs> and. It's it's the first floor. Everyone's kind of sitting down. There's long tables, except there's this one couple standing right in the middle of the bar, just going at it, making out. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I have to take a Snapchat of this. And then I look through the filters, and there's a filter that says "Kiss me, I'm Irish." So I'm like, this is perfect, you know, made in heaven. Uh, so I sit there recording for like 90 seconds. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say those were long. Like I, those were like the 15 second snaps, and there were. A lot of them. Yeah, it was like the tap, 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 still going type that thing. That dude, those that couple definitely did not get fresh air for a while. No, no. I, they must have been like Navy SEALs, how long they held their breath. <laughs> anyway, so I, I took a, a snap for a sufficient length for everyone to get the idea that they're take, they just won't stop. And then I put my phone, I send it, I put my phone down. I'm talking, you know, get around to drinks, keep talking. And they're still over there kissing. And it's been it's been 15, 20 minutes, and I'm like, okay, I'll take another snap. So there was a a big gap. I don't know if you just saw both snaps one after the other, or if you even realized that there were two snaps. But they were no, probably it, it shows there are two snaps. But they were I making out for like half frame. an hour. They were just there kissing. That's that's ridiculous. Yes, yes. I've I've never seen it like this before. This is this is like spring break or some some other. Uh, I don't know. This is not something you see on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Well, that's it. And then... That's so much. Then... I just remember seeing that and being like, (laughs) wow. Then they're walking by us on the way up to the dance floor. And someone I'm with says, have fun or something like that. And this girl flips out and she's like, what do you know? What do you know about that? <laughs> like she has no idea that she is like the display of the whole bar. That you know she's making a fool of herself in front of a hundred people. And uh, the the way she's talking, it's like she some she's talking to not to Claire, but she's talking to another one that was with us who was a woman. So she's only talking to females in the in the group. She's like, "What do you guys know? You know, like talk to me. You tell me, right?" And and we're just really taken back because we weren't. Oh, expecting... like what do you know about him? Yeah, like we know something oh, about him. And she's looking I, for girls. I talk. thought she's like getting confrontational, like, what do you know about me? What do you know? Okay. She told us that they had just met. So she meets a man and makes out with him for half an hour, and that's normal. Uh, but yeah, it got St. Patty's re- Day. <laughs> What's that? It's St. Patty's Day. That's true. That's true. In Boston. Yeah. But this this was noteworthy. I, I love the explosion of just becoming like a scene or whatever. And the, what do you know? Tell me. Yeah, yeah. She got right up in our business. Wow. But um, in the future, I will be going to one of the 
you know, one of the famous Irish pubs in the city. And I'll get there early enough to get a table, and I'm just not leaving. That that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Dude, I've just never, I'm, I don't think I've ever done an official bar crawl. Bar crawls are fun, and it's a, Boston's a great city to do them in, ordinarily. But on St. Patrick's Day, the crappy bars get together, and they, they you know, it's, it's just a, a way for them to be relevant when otherwise you would just want to go to one of the good bars. Yeah. I think Indianapolis, it's more like these weird, um, like it's a weird like event bar crawl. Like uh, I, I went one day to Broad Ripple to look for a record and yeah. next to it is a bar where everybody's wearing like onesies and they're like, it's the onesie bar crawl. And I was like, that is stupid. Like if you're going to go on a bar crawl, I feel like it should just be you pay whatever just there to drink have fun like i don't feel like that extra stuff is really needed one time in college there was a bar crawl it was the big brothers big sisters bar crawl and for some reason well i guess I, I, the reason is very clear all the big brothers and big sisters were big people and they're all wearing these neon shirts so i remember suddenly like in, in a blink of an eye the whole bar was full of fat people in neon shirts and i couldn't i couldn't move i could not move <laughs> it just happened out of nowhere yeah because like the whole mob. group comes at one time it's like a damn flash mob <laughs> <laughs> by the time you figure out what's happening it's already too late <laughs> i could i was at harry's and i couldn't get to the popcorn machine and back in like oh under, man in like under 20 minutes it was absolutely just, insane i mean you know how cramped knowing, that bar is. just yeah just from knowing how cramped harry's is i can't even imagine yeah add 100 fat people and and there we go Ugh. i don't know if the bouncer is doing one in one out but the people entering were not the same density is the people leaving do you think the bouncer like looked in and was like oh no what have i done <laughs> i don't know <laughs> okay well i've got i've got one more thing here and okay. we're getting up there in time um let's see so i have been updating a lot of my tech uh, and i decided to sell my microsoft tablet uh, and you know, as a security precaution, of course, you'll wipe the hard drive before you sell it. Yeah. So I put it on Facebook Marketplace, which is great. It's better than Craigslist, at least, because you can vet the the buyer a little bit mm-hmm. and know you're not buying from some creep. And uh, and also, they don't charge any, any sort of fee like eBay does. Right, yeah. And so I had it listed for like three weeks, and finally, someone offered made an offer and they were offering exactly what I wanted. So I'm like, excellent. You know, can you meet me downtown? Yes. Excellent. Okay. So, um, I get home from work and I start the process to wipe it. And then I'm heading out the door to meet them about an hour later. And it's at like 60% of the tablets been wiped. So I'm like, okay, it's been going on like at a pretty good clip. By the time we get there and do the transaction, it should be totally clean and empty, you know? Uh, um, at it that time, it? it was not. <laughs> At that time, it decided to slow way down, and it's going like 1% every 5 or 10 minutes. So uh, I get there, and it's sitting at like 68%, and it's just not progressing. And we're sitting there. You know, you, you, you can kill a little bit of time saying, hey, you know, here it is. Cosmetically, showing, it's fine. Showing stuff. Yeah, like, what do you want to use it for? I'm selling it for this reason etc but yeah you know once that's all over it had gone like one percent higher 
and we're looking at 70% and I have at, at this rate it could it could it could be hours before it finishes. So I'm in a really awkward place. Uh, I decided to kill some time by going out to a food truck and getting a taco and I come back and we're just 1% better. So that didn't really oh buy me anything. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I'm I'm really worried and it's kind of an awkward position that I'm in at this point. Um I, I say, hey, you can go do some shopping and we can, you know, because we're on Newbury Street, a lot of good shops there. We can just meet up when this is there. So they're like, okay, that sounds fine. And I'm really worried that they're just going to bail. Uh, I, I, I go to a store nearby and the next time I check it, the tablet is at like 99%. So I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 so then I quick test and like, hey, uh, let's meet back up and, and it's almost done. And then we get back to the same place we started, which was uh, like a Starbucks. And and then the tablet goes into a second countdown. Dude, at that point, I would leave you there. I know. And be like, it's done. This I, is stupid. <laughs> I felt like such an idiot. Uh, fortunately, this one went way faster. Uh, and this guy was patient. He's a student. So, you know, you, you've been there. Time is literally worthless. Right, you're yeah. just kind of like I. I want this thing. I've got nothing else to do. Why not? It's it's um it's like back when I used to go to Black Friday. In retrospect, the product they sell on Black Friday is lower quality than, than the regular one, and you're only saving like a hundred dollars. But at that time, it was worth it for me to spend twelve hours in line <laughs> to get that discount. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so this guy is very patient, and I feel terrible i feel because i've been embarrassed twice now by this dumb little tablet uh <laughs> yeah so and and you tell this guy hey go do your stuff it's you know it's gonna take a while then like no 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 come back okay and so thrice, like, oh, it's thrice, also three it's times i've been embarrassed. it's also not done i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> lol jk oh man so uh it finally boots up and he's able to see that all the basic functions are there then uh, we make the exchange and the cash is fine, whatever. So, yeah, so that was great. It took probably three, four hours total to do that. But holy cow! Yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, so now I've got all this cash, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking into replacements. Um, I decided to get an iPad. I found the exact model that I wanted up in the middle of. New Hampshire, like like li literally in the middle of New Hampshire. So that's actually quite a drive because usually I just go to the border to Nashua. Uh, I contact the guy and of course I, I, you know, try to bring him down a bit on price. And I always feel weird after bringing him down on price to try to ask him to meet me halfway. You know oh, because I mean? because you've already... Hey, this is the something you want to sell. I want it for less than what you want. Also, meet me. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's just like tacking on extra stuff. Exactly. I feel really strange asking for two compromises. Right. Yeah. Like I can ask for I can I can see if a bargain on price and if, I can if see I'm if I'm going to lower my price, you better you better come to me. That was the arrangement. Mm -hmm. And get this thing. Mm. Now, I had only bargained down about $50 because 
it was already absurdly cheap and I was shocked that it was free or available. Uh, so when he comes back about the location, I'm thinking, hmm, is it worth $50 to drive that extra way? And I, you know, I weigh the cost of gas and my time and I'm like, yeah, it's worth it. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll go straight to where you are. Uh, this guy was in the middle of nowhere, New Hampshire. You know, ideally you want to make two turns. You want to, you want to turn off of the highway and then, you know, get on whatever road and then turn off that road and get to the location. Right. Okay. I made a whole bunch of turns going on all sorts of back roads and things getting to this place. And I probably, there was probably a 20 minute gap between seeing any sort of franchise location, like gas stations, Dunkin' Donuts, anything. So this was way up there, uh, out in the middle of nowhere, Northern New England, you know? Uh-huh. So I get there and we're, I'm looking at it and this is a fantastic deal. Uh, it was probably $500, $600 off of new price and the, the items had never been used. Um, and he made this comment like, uh, I can't believe I haven't sold it. And I'm thinking, well, if, if you live in the middle of nowhere and you are inflexible on location, so I'm not shocked. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to want to drive all that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so now I have this, you know, it, was, it was worth the drive and I was trying to kill some time anyway. Um, but now I get home and this thing's awesome. I got the iPad pro. It's like the 11 inch version, the, uh-huh. the new one without the home button, you know? Yeah. I, I realized just what you were talking about with like the classic one. When we talked about iPads, I forgot they had the home button on them at one point. Yeah. The new iPads are really slick. Yeah. But now I'm trying to work a tablet into my daily rotation. Do you have one? Uh, it's basically dead. It's like the second generation iPad. Oh, they've been around. This, this thing is like a legit dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Pixels are dead on it, like the display. Like really? There's a line of just dead pixels. Okay, so that is dead. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. Uh, I find that it replaces. So usually, if I'm I'm on my couch at the TV, I'd have a laptop next to me. It pretty much replaces that. And since the battery lasts for like ten hours. Uh, I don't have to have it plugged in. Uh, it's lighter. It's great. Yeah, I I don't know how I would incorporate. I could see it like using it as a different type of remote and stuff. Yeah, um, but I don't know. It's it's definitely strange working in a tablet because usually I was just like phone and computer, and even right. the Microsoft thing was more of a computer. Uh, so I'm kind of figuring out. Like I, I looked up to see if I could record this show on it and unfortunately no um but that's a, that's a little weird yeah i guess they released the tablet the, the new one without any pro software uh, okay yeah so hopefully ios 13 comes with with software that makes sense for it and and developers have gradually been porting stuff like now it's got full photoshop on the tablet uh, but it's subscription based. I'm not sure how I feel about paying a subscription for a software. We know that you don't really appreciate paying subscriptions. We've talked yeah. about this in length before. Yeah, we have. Microsoft Office is the same way on the tablet, which I disagree with. But anyway, yeah, the tablet I, I, itself is, is great. In general. Yeah, it's a subscription in general. It it makes a lot of sense as like a consumption device. You know, like using the internet, using Netflix. Um, it'd be better for travel. Yeah. Um, 
I, I need something with a with a stylus for class, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I'll get the textbook in PDF format and then and then do all my marking up like that. And that's way more convenient. I feel like if I had one, I would use it a lot more for reading and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I th- and I think that that I didn't would even be, think about that. That'd be nice to like take to like if I'm gonna go to a coffee shop to work on something, like I would rather take that than lug my entire like my computer down. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I prefer to take a tablet than a laptop to a coffee shop. Yeah, if I can still do all the stuff that I need to typing and doing all that stuff, then yeah, that would make way more sense. I hope they had mouse support, but yeah, it's a cool device, and I'm still figuring out how to use it. Anyway, I guess the this the, the getting it was was the better portion of that tale. <laughs> Happened to go into the middle of nowhere. I th- I think um, you found like thinking about it, you found high quality electronics in the middle of nowhere. This yeah. dude who just lives out away like from civilization is just like oh, I want an iPad Pro. Dude, I was like sharing my location, letting multiple people know what I was doing. I was concerned that because, something was going to happen. Yeah, this is like true detective territory here. You yeah, know? yeah. Hey, I won't meet you. Meet me in the woods. Basically, <laughs> bring money and, and meet and me the, in the, the woods. The guy's picture. He had like a beard. So everybody in the middle of nowhere has a beard. I, he I've could easily change his identity just by shaving it. Like, well, I went up to multiple people at. The Duncan we met at, and I'm like, hey, are you Mark? And they're like, no. And that's very embarrassing. Um, because it's, you know, everybody in the everybody in the sticks has a beard. They yeah. just do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But he was totally chill, and he was doing the opposite of what I was doing, which is ironic. He was switching from Apple to, or from Mac to PC, and I'm doing, I'm switching to oh, PC. Oh, that poor, that poor guy. Yeah, I guess he works in IT, uh, which oh. was interesting because I didn't realize they had IT in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Maybe he's like the one guy trying to bring all that stuff there. Maybe he works remotely. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Yeah, cheap property. Who knows? But I uh, got a great deal on my tablet. So, yeah, that's been my last couple weeks. Did uh, Anything else from you? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I... I bought this. I'm just going to kind of run through some stuff real quick and feel free to chime in uh, as you want to. I bought, we're not going to get into a huge furniture discussion, but I bought a really nice credenza uh, from a place here in Indiana. Okay, I want to give that some time. That that's I'm really big. excited that's, about. That's like a, that's your first truly like consequential furniture purchase. Yes, absolutely. You could have that credenza in 20 years. It's beautiful. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Um. And so I'm still waiting on them to ship it. Uh, the shipping company should be contacting me here soon uh, to set up a date for them to come and drop it off. I'm taking off work that day so yeah. I can just get everything set up. No, that's a good idea. Um, and I already told my boss and he was just like, yeah, that makes sense. So I was like, cool, <laughs> someone who finally understands. I my I think my dresser was the first thing I got that was like that. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Um, no, that's it's a unique piece. It's so nice. There there was I'm jealous of you. A weird sense of joy when I went to like show my girlfriend the link and it was like, "Sorry, we can't show that because they had taken it off because I bought it." Like I clicked it and oh. was like, "Oh yeah, I did that." Like it was a, it was a real cool feeling. That's something that Indiana has on other states. 
the Amish, Amish community there yeah. is is pretty much unrivaled in, in the US. I can't really speak outside of that on carpentry. It's that's gonna be oh man. I stared at that piece of furniture on their <laughs> storefront for over a year. Just I, I, I've recommended it to multiple friends and family. Like, hey, like someone needs to own this that I know, you know? Yeah. I'm Dude, really pleased that you bought it. I added it to my cart, and it was like, one other person has this in their cart. And I was sitting waiting for them to respond because I reached out to them and be like, hey, can I pay some of it now? Pay some of it right before it ships. And they were like, really cool, being like, yeah, absolutely. We'll split the billing into this, and we'll just send it to you as it goes. <clears throat> And so, like, but the entire time before they had messaged me was just me, like, constantly going in and checking that cart because <laughs> I was like, if it disappears, like, I have to figure out who did this and, like, get it back from them. I wonder if that's, a, that's me that put it in their cart. <laughs> who knows, maybe. <laughs> but I want to give a shout out uh, to that company. It's Hedge House. Hedge House Furniture. They're on Etsy. They have their own website. It's like a, it's a brother and sister up in uh, northern indiana uh in goshen they, they live in goshen they have a studio in chicago they do all the designing and then they contract out the mass production to the amish and their furniture is absolutely beautiful it's amazing it's nathaniel has a similar piece um at his apartment which right it's the same piece yeah same um, piece um i've got a my dressers by them my desk is a custom one of theirs um my mother bought the same piece as you, actually, because it's great for LPs. Um, oh. Yeah. I just, uh, when I went and saw Nathaniel, uh, when we did those podcasts in Boston, and I walked in and saw that, that was like the first thing. I was like, I want that. Uh, <laughs> and and now and now eventually, hopefully here in this early next week or, or, or late next week should be here. I'm, I'm so happy for you. Thanks, man. Um. Also, uh, stuff about me, I've always been really small, like a really small dude. Uh, like 150 pounds is normally what I sit at. So I'm trying to bulk up a little bit. Uh, my goal is to get to like 180 some pounds and still still be like, you know, running a lot and being fit. I'm not just trying to, to bulk up at like some weird bodybuilding thing. Is 150 your like uh, eating healthy equilibrium weight? Uh, no, it's just any type of weight normally. Like what? I don't think that I've, I've only gained weight a substantial amount when like everything has just gone terribly. Like when I'm eating terribly, I'm not working out. Like I, if, I, if I'm doing any type of working out, like I've just stayed at 150. Hmm. No matter what I've Okay. Eaten. That's exactly what I'm asking. Yeah. No, no matter what I've eaten. So, um, it's been one of those things where I've had to figure out how to balance and calculating that stuff is really difficult because everybody that's, has some different idea of what it should be. That's really interesting because I'm almost a full 20 pounds heavier than you just naturally. Yeah. Uh, huh. And so I'm at 160 now. Um, I'm trying to recalculate everything because I think I've gained weight a little too fast. But um, some stuff that's happened with that. Have you ever had lentils before? in soup they're pretty good uh they're pretty good on their own if you ever okay. want to just supplement them for protein uh that's a shout out to the lentil industry uh, <laughs> uh also i started doing workouts with people at the gym which is yeah, not something that i normally this, do I've, I've never done that and so, I, I will never so 
I was just working out and the guy who works there is Kevin. Um, he actually is like the person who runs the gym. Um, and so when he's not doing personal training, he just works out and he was like, Hey, Caleb, um, I have a group, you know, that comes in, we should all work to work out together. Um, he, he was like, you seem like you've been doing this for a while. Like you're pretty fit. Um, you could give us some pointers. I think we could give you some pointers cause he's like a personal trainer. And so I was like, absolutely. That'd be cool. And so we do legs on Wednesday. Um, because that's when everybody gets together and so it's been this was our second week of doing that but it's been really cool i never thought that i would work out with somebody like at the gym i normally go in i put my music in i put uh like turn it up as loud as i can without it being ridiculously high and then just do my workout run and then go home um but it's been it's been pretty good for somebody to like check me to be like hey that was good but here's something to do it's going to take less strain off your back or, you know, or, uh, whatever. And so I feel like I've been fixing things that have probably just been habit or I'm more aware of them at least now. And so that's been a huge benefit. It's definitely good to have a partner at the gym because you know, they'll, they'll spot you. They'll tell you when you're being a weenie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They'll keep you accountable. That's, that's, that's good. Dude, being a, like spotting people is weird though. Uh, since I work out alone normally, like I just I'm just real cautious with weight, so like I don't overdo it to where I would need somebody to be like, help me, quick, I'm dying. Um, but like when you work out with somebody, they were like, hey Caleb, can you give me a spot? And since I'm not like normally doing that, I like freaked out at first because I was like, oh no, I don't know exactly what to do for like spotting someone while they're doing squats. Like this man's gonna die, and it's gonna be my fault. I think it's pretty natural because otherwise, what do you do in between sets? What do I do? Yeah. I get up and like walk around or stretch and then get back to it. Okay. Well, here's something else to do. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. But yeah, so that's been something that's kind of new. I've been, I'm with all this stuff going on, I'm trying to get everything figured out. I want to, of course, like work out, eating right, eating at good intervals, um, with intermittent fasting and then trying to just fit in some other stuff too. Like I want to enjoy video games. I want to read. So I'm just trying to figure out how to balance everything out appropriately. Yeah. I'd say my life is certainly not in balance right now. I mean, St. Patrick's day and being deathly ill. And yeah. Before that I was traveling a lot. Yeah. I think I, I haven't really settled into any sort of um healthy routine but we'll see i'm definitely behind how are you doing on your running i'm so behind oh i'm so far behind yeah oh yeah wildly behind i told you that would happen dude yeah uh it's just so it's so cold Uh, right right yeah and the treadmills (laughs) at the gym are right next to the window and so like it would just amplify it i'd be like this is not fun uh let me see where i'm at because i've been trying to log it I it's think not I, gonna be good. I'm at 19 miles. Oh, you're at 19. Okay, I might be less. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> um, where where are we? Okay, I ha- I'm sorry. I'm adding fractions here. Uh, 10.75. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm real far behind, which I'm hoping in the summer I can well catch up. We yeah, talked yeah. about that before. It's going to be easier to run outside when it's nice and warm. It's just how it works. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's honestly what I've been up to. It's been kind of 
not too not too crazy nothing too like overly exciting but just some minor minor stuff just trying to get get right also deleted facebook off my phone yeah it's been a huge it's been a huge blessing it's what is it like what's it it's it's like not having it's honestly more like more free time like i don't I'm not like, oh, I need to check this thing because someone might be getting in contact with me. Like, whatever. Uh, at that point, whatever. I don't let know. me let me just talk the audience through how this happened. Uh, I get a text from Claire saying, "Hey, my mother read an article online that Facebook is stealing all your data if you have its apps installed." So I get that. I'm like, hmm, it's unlikely, but I don't use the app, so okay. And I deleted the app. And then I text Caleb and I'm like, hey, I just deleted Facebook. And he's like, what? And then he did it too. And Well, I want I want to put some reference to this because I had talked to you about deleting social media. And you're like, you can't delete it because then you're a weirdo. And so like I just had to sit there and then you were just and then you were just like, hey man, I deleted Facebook. And I was like, what are you what is this? Th- that context helps a lot because I remember your reaction was was like strangely intense yeah i was very intense because i was like i had sat there and debated like i just want to get rid of this and you're like don't be a weirdo and i was like (laughs) you're pressured into keeping this thing on my phone and you're like but i deleted it and i was like what is (laughs) double standard bs yeah that's exactly what i did (laughs) but i realized i wasn't using it for any at all you know right yeah nothing nothing healthy yeah and then I hear there may be possible downsides to keeping it. So I'm like, okay, gone. And yeah, I, with the exception of these two recent Facebook marketplace actions, it's been, you know, I'll get on and I have 18 notifications and not one of them has any merit whatsoever. Yep. I checked before we started this call and mm-hmm. there were like a couple of things where I had made a post before and like people were applying to each other and that was it. And I was like, well, that's not important. No, there's there's no point. I've honestly, with other social media stuff, I've just gone through and started either unfollowing or just like muting people. I've uh, I've really fallen off. I have tried to. I'm trying to avoid like getting rid of some of the other ones, like Twitter or Instagram. Twitter for like promoting this is you know is fun and it's a good platform to do it on. I mean, we need a social media presence to promote this show, right? But I don't know. I've, I'm probably like a 10-year low as far as social media is concerned. And I, I don't see it trending upwards anytime soon. Like I was, I'm just so tired of having to sort through all of the stuff that I don't care about or that I don't want to see just to get to like see one thing. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like For all the time that I've spent scrolling through Twitter trying to be like, oh, there's nothing good today. Like What could I have been <laughs> doing in that time? And so, yeah. so I was just like, you know, I'll mute this account. Like I'll still follow it just in case I want to see like later what this person's doing or Instagram, like muting people's stories because I don't care to watch that. Like I end up just clicking through all of them just to clear them. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. And so Absolutely. like just getting rid of the ones that I don't care about. Um, and so that's, that's mostly what I use it for. And then Snapchat at this point, I just use it to send like, Things to you or to my my friends here in Indy that we have like a group snap or whatever. Like I just send stuff there, and that's what that's become. Yeah, I mean, I still use Facebook direct message 
to talk to people in other countries or whatever. And Snapchat is, I mean, it is social media, but it's not the same thing. No, it's not. Like, you're not scrolling through it compulsively. Yeah. I just use various forms of direct message, and that's basically it. Say, so I'll, I'll use Twitter for, like, certain maybe like bands or artists or something that I know have stuff upcoming so that I can like see it to remind me to like look up stuff. But that's, that's Twitter is great for keeping on top of like local, uh, all the bars have Twitters and posts when they have yeah, like businesses and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That's nice. But, uh, but yeah, was that the end of your list? Yeah, that's it. Cool. Well, uh, why don't you uh, roll outro music? It's already been rolling. Oh, excellent. All right, Caleb, <laughs> tell, tell our lovely listeners about this show. About this show? Well, I mean, it sure is a good one. We talk okay, about okay, a lot okay, of stuff. Okay, okay. Tell, tell us about reaching us. Uh, you can reach us. At, I'm just going to give my Twitter. Just feel free to reach out to me. Uh, at C-A-L-E-B-L-I-V-E-S-A-Y. Uh, if you want to pronounce that, it's Kirby Levise. Levise. Uh, <laughs> uh, and feel free. Yeah, you can reach out, DM me on Twitter for any questions, or I'll plug the mail. We haven't gotten any mail, but uh, one O O N E. I had to think about that for a second. Our wasted mail at gmail dot com. Uh, those are some ways to reach us. Okay, uh, you can reach me at real Nathaniel G. You can. <laughs> I mean, with with our infrequent release schedule, yeah, the odds it's... that I'll look at Twitter once before then are reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's anyway, fair. I think it's been a great episode, and uh, look forward to recording again with you in a couple weeks. Yeah, sounds great. We'll have to cool. see about getting some more people on here. I we haven't had yeah. Ben on in a while. Let's get a guest on soon. I yeah. All right. I've, it, these have been too easy for me to edit. Let's really mess it up. Let's throw a wrench directly in those <laughs> let's, layers. Let's bring JL on as well. Don't and, and you do an, dare. And do an eight-part episode. No, we're not doing <laughs> So we need him, we need another party, and another party on top of that so that we can talk about a, a fast food bracket that will never get posted and break it up into two segments for both of us, three of which are unusable. Sounds good. Let's do that. We we really should redo that episode. That was a good premise. Not if it takes not if it takes all that effort again. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll see you <laughs> next time. It's been uh, episode twenty eight, I believe. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Nathaniel. <laughs>